everyone and welcome to another Star Wars Field episode of Zing This. You got me, Zinger. And we are joined by a special guest. Me and Eric are honored. Oh, by, by, by the way, Eric's here. Hello. We are honored to have host of Zing Wars podcast, Ellie Zinger, on today's episode. Yeah, I'm here. Yes, Ellie, Ellie from... <laughs> From Zing Wars, it was it was very hard to, to get this lined up. I yes, mean, extremely very, extremely busy schedule. But we were able to get her to guest on this episode to talk about Book of Boba Fett and also talk about uh, the show she does, Zing Wars, which will be coming back when. This is the way. Cool. All right, so. Book of Boba Fett. Um, if you've been listening to the past few episodes of Zingness, you know that me and Eric have been doing some subtle hints at what we thought of each episode with non-spoiler <laughs> stuff. Um, since then, we have had the conclusion. Also, Ellie has watched it, but Ellie, how did you watch it as opposed to me and Eric? Um, I just binged it. So, yes. we have two people who watched week to week and someone who binged. Will that affect our opinion? Who knows? Before we get into it, though, I want to give a... A non-spoiler, yay, nay review. So, Eric, you are first. Yay or nay for this series? I give it a yay, but there's an asterisk by that yay, and we'll get into that. All right. Oh. I, I, I think you might have the same asterisk as me. Ellie. Yes. Yay or nay? Yay. All right. I thoroughly enjoyed it. All right. And I'm impatient. That's why I wanted to watch it all at once, because I didn't want to have to wait week to week. <laughs> all right. As for myself, I'm saying yay with a mild asterisk, but we'll get into it. Yes. I, I think I think mine might be more milder than Eric's, but still, it's, it's me just... If there's something I'm going to nerd out about and be overly explanatory on, it'll probably be this episode. There will be warnings. There will be things to where you can, I, I guess, if you want to just... Type a long message to me to put on, you know, email or Twitter. Go for it, because I, I probably deserve it. So we have all agreed yay to this episode. I mean, to this series. With asterisks for some of us. Awesome. All right, so moving into it. Book of Boba Fett premiered back in December of 2021 and ran all the way to February of 2022. Um, it, it totaled... This is where the asterisk comes in, I think, for me and Eric. It totaled technically <laughs> seven episodes, but... Technically. But... Two um, and a half of those. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I, I think that's our biggest thing is that for, for me and Eric, I mean, if, if, I'm, if, if I'm speaking out of line, Eric, let me know. No, um, you're, you're absolutely hitting my asterisk. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine, mine too. I, I have no problem with them doing this. I, Ellie will have a rebuttal. I can see her making faces over to the side. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I ever the optimist over here. Thank you. I I just want to say that for me, I had no problem with the detour that happened, but I just wish there was like a title card that popped up that said "Meanwhile" or something like that. Because while in name this is book of boba fett they had to establish other stuff and i think instead of burning episodes of season three of the mandalorian on having to do all this exposition and moving characters around they decided to burn episodes of book of boba fett which yeah i think book of boba fett could have probably been like a special like a two-hour special 
and they could have cut down some stuff in other episodes to make it good. Because there's solid stuff here. Absolutely. But the fact that there's two episodes completely devoted to one not having Boba Fett in it and one guest starring Boba Fett, it's kind of... that Boba Fett cameo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean we we are I I think I I speak for both me and Eric once again with this we are nitpicking on a on something that is near enough to perfection yes to be honest one hundred percent yes absolutely uh, and, and and I will say this right now and and I will take whatever argument comes my way I am preferring everything that's going on in these Disney Plus series over everything we got in the pre I mean the sequel trilogy yep yes agree. I, I find it more interesting, and yeah. I know that everyone's like, oh, it's got you nostalgic goggles for the original. It's like, because it's good, because it's being well-written. It's actually has a thought-out-through story instead of, let's keep throwing stuff and see mm. what happens. Yeah. So, like I said, overall, I was impressed that we got seven episodes to kind of briefly go over, some more so than others. Uh, me and Eric did go over our uh, chapter one for this stranger in a strange land. Ellie, do you got any comments on the first episode that, that you want to throw out there real quick? Cause I think mine and Eric's still hold from that original episode. Um, no, I, I just, it set the pace really well. And, um, I did enjoy, I enjoyed it. So no, not really. I mean, I don't have any like mind blowing comments about the first episode. Now, episode two, <clears throat> tribes of tattooing. Um, Get a very interesting episode overall. Uh, my opinion, one of the best episodes that focuses on Boba Fett, because that has to mm -hmm. be said, apparently. Um, yes. <laughs> and also, uh, one of the best train heists in Star Wars, because, yes, that is now something that has a multiple answer to, because thanks to Solo in this, we have a good train heist and a bad one. <laughs> Um, overall, I thought this was good. Eric, any opinions on the twins? Uh, you know, and I think we kind of had touched on this. Uh, their, um, their CG was a little, like, not the best, but it still looked better than anything, almost anything in the prequel trilogy. <laughs> and, uh, and Bar I Bar set like, real low there. It, it, right. I was going to say, uh, that's like, you know, PS2, GameCube, Xbox level, uh, Gra uh, graphics going on there on, on the prequel trilogy um yeah i this was good you i agree with you the train heist was awesome and yes in the past five years we've had two star wars train heists and this is definitely the better of the two um i liked it and i thought it really helped us just cement that that relationship between boba fett and the sand people and mm -hmm. i really really liked that whole aspect of it and then that was when we first got our our first live action look, look of was it black curse how do you pronounce it black Cursanthan. uh i, I was gonna say there's like three r's in a row and i, I can never pronounce it i think they also he has a nickname of santo as yeah. well because i think boba fett refers to him as santo every now and then too mm. or just Cursanthan. um that that to me was like probably my favorite part of the, one of my favorite parts of the episode just that he's so imposing looking when he first walks in and because we're so used to seeing chewbacca being lovable cute chewbacca i mean he can be fierce when he wants to but then like seeing this very dark menacing looking wookie walk in you're like oh yeah oh who is this yeah and, and so, if you know so, him from the he, comics you're like oh yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um ellie any thoughts on the second episode uh any thoughts on the the, the twins 
Black Chrysanthemum. Um, I like the scene where he goes in and steals the speeder bikes. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of fun. And, well, yes, of course, the... Um, oh, the... by the way, side oh. note, that's apparently Tashi Station. Okay. That's where Luke wanted to go to pick up some power converters. Nice. And those two people are supposed those to be... Two, yep. yep. Are supposed to be his <laughs> the... friends from a deleted <laughs> like, scene. Was like, yeah, I was going to say, wasn't it a deleted scene? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, continue. Oh, just, no. just I, I will throw fun facts out there every now and then for this. No, it um so it was I thought that was kind of fun. Um yes, of course, um the Wookiee was amazing. Um He didn't even do anything. He just stood there. Yeah, he just he just was really cool looking. Um I loved his color palette. It was mm. very fun. And all mm. the um being a champion, all of his um, you know, just kind of the, the the look the the armor and everything yeah the armor the 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 different accessories he had even in his hair with the little the gold beads and so I I just he was very fun to look at and it was kind of neat to see that so uh, the twins I mean they're huts they're gross looking yeah uh, so um I thought they I liked the interaction between the two. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of fun, too. Um, but, yeah, overall, really, really cool episode and kind of set more of the story. Um, I'm assuming we're going to talk about the flashbacks as a separate entity later. I, I, I'll i get to them when we end them. Oh, okay. If, okay. if, that, if that sounds cool. Yeah, that's cool. fine. And, I mean, if so. you want to talk about what happens, but I want to get to it once we're done. Because we, we end them at um, episode four ends them. Is, is like the final one that has one. Because it's like, you're completely healed. And also, the story you're flashing back through is also done. So, convenient. Um, moving on to episode three. Skip. I, I got it. I'm sorry. This is the worst episode. Like, hands down. There's stuff that happens, but it's all the most boring stuff that could possibly happen. <laughs> you have a fight with Black Chrysanthemum that is basically held up as a freaking um, RPG turn-based attack style. You, it, 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 There is nothing going on in that episode, in my opinion. Except for Machete showing up in Star Wars, or Danny Trejo for the layman, as a Rancor-like trainer, which... Great stuff. Overall, though, I'm like, eh, for this episode. Um, when, you know, when, when you gave me, oh, sorry, Ellie, go oh, ahead. Oh, no, no, you go ahead. It's fine. I'll go no, ahead. I was just going to say, when when we did our quick little, like, non-spoiler thing, like, I, I had really liked it because I knew it was, like, more of, like, a setup kind of episode. At the time, I was like, oh, they're setting stuff up. Yes, there were some questionable things, but I think this is going to set up some big things. And honestly, like, yeah, looking back on it, I was like, eh, you know what? I, I'm not, Maybe not so much. Uh yeah, it was very just like yeah, the, the turn-based battle is like come on. It's and, and, but it wasn't even wanted, like the, the thing a that good action scene. Go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just a good action scene cuz that's a trope in like every movie and TV show, the one at a time battle, but a good one will make you like not think of it, but this one it was just so blatant that it was like like it's like a second in I'm like why aren't you just like attacking him? Why like all of you could take down this wookie and you're going one at a time and giving him time to, like, go through his menu to, like, choose his next attack. Like, come on. I, I will say this, though. Strangely enough, we're all talking about the terrible fight scene. Or, I mean, Ellie, I'm assuming, is too, but she hasn't just voiced it yet. 
Okay, stare downs don't translate well to um to, to podcast medium. This was directed by Robert Rodriguez, which if you told right. me that, I would be like, "You sure?" <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, obviously yes, with Danny Trejo being in it, but the rest, of, like I said, the fight scene was just so buh, and it's just like it was just such a meh episode, to be honest. Ellie, any any differing opinions? Um, I disagree a little bit. <gasps> I think every episode in this show did a really good job of kind of connecting what they were trying to, um... Oh, every episode did a good job of that. I actually did not mind any episodes in this series. Um, I thought they did a good... And like I said, I know I'm, I'm waiting to talk about the flashback stuff, but, um, I think that it did a good pacing of trying to kind of build this story but still put some current relevant stuff in there to kind of for people that don't really like that kind of thing i, I know a lot of people did not like the flashbacks yeah i i liked it i thought it was fine yeah so but i thought what some really cool takeaways from this when you just kind of you know peel away some stuff is this is really establishing you know kind of what boba fett was trying to do where he didn't automatically just look at the mods as like these hoodlums and like brush them away, tell them to get away and take the money for the job. Like he was looking at them and listening to what they were saying and complaining about how it was there and then offering them the job and, you know, kind of understanding the corruption. And they took that guy's stapler, by the way. <laughs> Stop it's, it. it's It's the same act. I, I know. So, um... You know, and not just assuming and him kind of, you know, noticing that, you know, why are you paying, charging this much for water? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I liked the fact that it was a little, you're kind of establishing like what kind of boss he's going to be and he's not. Well, it, that, that, that's been something that keeps on getting established and keeps getting shown through the flashbacks, which we'll about to right. get into, I'm sure, is... Whatever we thought Boba Fett was died in the Sarlacc pit. Right. Like that was established was that version of Boba Fett that everybody had all of this lore and stuff behind is gone. This new one is one that has 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 learned new ways and does not want to wants to rule but not through fear, not through intimidation like Jabba and other people did the whole him being brought in on a letter um or whatever was was something he's like yeah I'm not gonna do that. I got to feel I can walk him you know enlisting these people to help him give, giving them you know something it I understand what they were going for with it all like I said I I once again say that me me casting any hate towards this show is me like coming up to a immaculate statue that is perfection and coming at it with like a like a chisel with with no hammer and kind of picking at it. I'm not going to do any damage, but still it's Yeah, so I mean, I think I think that that was a takeaway I really liked is just establishing that kind of and and I I think they're cool looking the mods with their I I mean, I've always been a fan of human mixing with cybernetics. I think it's really cool. Have you played the new um Cyberpunk 2077. They updated it. It's supposed to be good now. 
Okay, we've discussed that before, so you don't listen to your own podcast, apparently. Yes, no, they I just update. It. Like, they did a huge update that and everyone's like. And they've been doing updates, and it was just five months ago when I played it. So, anyway, um, I also <laughs> liked the fact that um, kind of showing the beast taming, kind of, mm-hmm. like, kind of bringing that in with the, oh, they're actually very lovable creatures, and only, you know... I, <laughs> Something that could not have been explained any better than by Danny Trejo, by the way. I, 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 I 100%, I, no one could have done that better. I love that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's a really cool moment of this episode. I think it was really awesome and, and kind of... I, that's a big thing in not just Star Wars, but a lot of role-playing type stories is... That's a, that's a skill that is, and it's a Jedi power, um, you know, being able to tame beasts. So I, I think it was neat to kind of take a few minutes to kind of, kind of talk about that and kind of hint at, you know, possible riding of Rancors later on in the, in the series. So I thought it was I, neat. I, uh, I a hundred percent agree with that. I love that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, because, because I, I know that there's a, a rancor in Clone Wars. I have not watched Clone Wars. I think a lot of people haven't watched Clone Wars, but I know. But beyond that, really, are if you look at just what's canon now, really the only big thing is is Return of the Jedi, and you think of them as just being this big, these big kind of brutish beasts right. that are there to to eat people uh, that are slaves or prisoners or enemies, job of the hut. But you, this gives them a more like, hey. I mean, look at look at dogs. You you can train them to attack and everything, but you can also, with the proper training, they're they're your companions, they're your friends, they're loving. And I think that's this really established that Rancors is more than just like dumb beasts. Because I mean, right. Danny Trejo, Trejo's uh, Pokemon trainer character was like, hey, <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> he's like, hey, they they have feelings. They're very social. I know. I loved the first it. Person they see. And I'm like, that's super cool. And then, yep. yes, it's totally Schro- uh, not Schrodinger's, uh, che- Chekhov's Rancor. Like, he, when they mentioned he's going to be right, I'm like, you know, that's going to come in at some point before the end of this. Yes. <laughs> I, the, the only, once again, if, if I want to nitpick, if we didn't have a distraction for two episodes, it would have been nice to see him trying to ride the Rancor yes. and having trouble I with it. I thought we were going to get that. And then have the payoff later when he's actually successfully able to do it as a character growth moment. But, of course, that is something that is awarded to him off screen, which is fine. But if we wanted to see the character of Boba Fett grow instead of uh, episodes 2.5 The Mandalorian. I mean, sorry, season (laughs) 2.5 The Mandalorian for two episodes. I think we could have gotten that. Um no, I mean, like I said, the, the also, also the, other, the other complaint is that no time did Dan Trejo's character look directly into care. I mean, into camera and go, "Call me Space Machete." Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I, I like, like I said, I'm nitpicking this episode because it is one that's kind of. I mean, it also has the low point of, if I'm remembering correctly, I'm pretty sure this is the episode where the Tuscans bite it from the um, quote unquote uh, Nikto gang, but yes. Um, Moving on to the Gathering Storm, Chapter Four. Great follow-up, minus one portion of it. Um, great, great episode. Fantastic. I liked it. I like that we got a lot of almost response to people's complaints about like, why don't we see Boba Fett? Do-? It's like Boba Fett did everything we thought Boba Fett would do: take revenge on the Sarlacc, 
blow up a biker gang that didn't deserve it in the end, or maybe they did. Who knows? Who cares? And um, what 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 he did to get Finnick Shan and all this other stuff, and how he got his um fire spray shipped back. So great that that was a great follow up episode and a great way to conclude the whole flashback thing and bring that whole thing full circle, too. So I thoroughly enjoyed the the gathering storm and everything it sets up even though it's blatantly obvious i didn't know it was so obvious that we just get two full episodes of it but setting up that we'd see the return of dinjar and the mandalorian um yeah yeah the ellie, music cues ellie i'm gonna let eric go first on this one eric thoughts on the gathering storm <laughs> yay nay and, and the flashbacks. I guess we can go through the flashbacks now since they're done with, and now we have a complete conclusion to them. So, wait, was this the episode? Because I didn't go back to get my... Let's get them all because they're all kind of mission together. Was this the one with the with the speeder bike chase? Is that what you said? This is the one... The he, this, is, this is the one where he gets the fire spray and he does the... Oh, is this the one with the speeder bike chase? You're talking the about the horrible... one through the... <sighs> The last episode, last episode, last, that last, 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 that, that, you know what, that, that is such a non-thing, that is part of episode three, and once again, See, proving, I couldn't even remember, <laughs> I couldn't even remember, proving that both of you are wrong, and that episode was actually really cool, are you saying the speeder bike chase was exciting, it was fun, I've seen snails and turtles have uh, a more action-packed chase scene, whatever, go ahead, I can't remember what else even happened in this episode because I did, I did really like that. That I thought it was intense, like the them going back to the start of the act. I thought that was a cool. It was a cool connecting it to the Star Wars universe moment mm-hmm. because I, up to this point, I think there's been a lot of like let's let's establish some new things, but this is like really tying to events from that we have seen like in the original trilogy. Like I like them going back, seeing the destruction of the sail barge. Uh, the wreckage there. I, that that moment right there, I thought was just really intense. And then, yeah, them going back, getting the the stuff out of the Starlight Pit. I thought that was fantastic. That was, I, that was like a really cool moment for me as a Star Wars fan. And and it gives credence to why he didn't go look. Like he went to go look for his armor, but I guess assumed something happened. Like it, because I guess he had no memory of coming out of the Sarlacc in the end. Yeah. So. I mean, it, it kind of gives credence to the old people that are like, why didn't he immediately go after Carl Vamp? It's like, because he didn't know that that was his armor. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, he, he he blew up a Sarlacc and was kind of like, well, I guess that's not in there. Oh, well, but but uh So, no, I mean, like, like I said. Cool seeing him blown up. I, I, my, my only critique of this episode, my only, like, and, and this is petty. This, this, this is the, I think one of the, top pettiest moments in my history is the elmer fudd chasing the rat catcher droid moment <laughs> it was, was so out, it was it's so out of place out of place it's so out of place it's so out of place that it it's so out of good job of of adding comedy because i think star wars can i mean especially like they, they can have some funny moments but sometimes i do i do feel like it was a little over the top going into cartoony Hmm. Well, I, I think the <laughs> best part <laughs> I think the best part is Phoenix Shan actually says Are we done here? Like actually <laughs> like the audience themselves going, Are we done with this stuff? Are we done with this? Oh, okay, cool. Like I said, I don't mind comedy in Star Wars, but it was just one of those moments that I was like, Oh, 
We're doing that now. Okay, cool. Awesome. I guess you need to pad out two minutes more into this episode. Neat. I, uh, anyways, Ellie, go on with how, the, how, how that was your favorite moment of the, of the entire series. No, so I didn't mind it. I mean, it, it was cute. And I think it helps to kind of, for, for, well, for weird families like ours that allow our younger children to watch shows like this that has violence in it. Um, I mean, as long as you don't let them watch Peacemaker, we're good. <laughs> True. Don't let true. your kids watch Peacemaker. That's true. <laughs> well, it is a You watch it. You watch it. It's fantastic. But yes. don't let your kids. Um, I, I mean, I didn't mind it. I thought it was fine. Um, I, once again, I, I enjoyed Ooh. this episode. I, You have to understand. Did you like the part? Well, maybe you didn't, so I'm going to ask. Did you like the part where they get Fennec and they, like, show how she survives? You yeah. Know? Okay. I, I thought that was some good, You cool liked all back. that? Yeah, I, I liked... I, I like the flashback stuff of now that... Now we're seeing all the stuff he did during events that we were... Like, that, that we're, we're oh, seeing okay. other side so, of events. So you liked that part. Um, oh, God. I, I, that, that was from... It's a trap! That was from the Mando, so, I mean, I'm just saying, so you're going to nitpick which parts of the Mando you like and which parts you didn't want to be in the show? That's a trap. I'm just saying, you know, if you were interested and wanted to know, oh, she survived, blah, 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 well, you that wouldn't have been relevant if you... Didn't watch the Mando. That's how it connects. We're, okay. I, I'm not done talking. So, that's what I'm trying to say. I get that there are the next couple episodes coming up that were Mando-focused, obviously. I don't Mando-centric. I don't think it was necessarily a bad move on Disney, and I'm going to say why. Disney, since this is their show, they're... Their goal, just like Marvel, how it took how many movies to get to the Avengers in-game yeah. stuff, I, they're trying to just connect the shows together. And, and I'm, I'm still talking, so you can talk when I say it's your turn. So here's the thing. I get what you're saying. It's Book of Boba Fett. Totally get it. And why are there two episodes that were basically, like you said... Mando 2.5. And I understand what you're saying. I totally do. But this is an age of where people like everything to interconnect. I don't think it was done in a way it didn't make sense. Like, I think it, it all connected properly. And you're seeing... Did you like seeing Ahsoka again? Did you like seeing Ahsoka? I, I don't need... Okay. No, I'm just asking yes. this. Okay. Did you like seeing um, Luke Skywalker again? Since you didn't did have nightmare you, fuel for his face now, yes. Did you? Okay, but that's my point. <laughs> that is my point. It's it's interconnecting all together. It's getting excitement for the new Ahsoka show. It's relating all of them together. So, yes, I get it. This is Book of Boba Fett and should have just waited. But it wouldn't have made sense to wait. I think it was maybe, my opinion, what they should have done is just made this season a little bit longer. And... 
if they decided they wanted to have seven or eight episodes for Book of Boba Fett, great. Then make it nine or make it ten. Well, originally it was going to be shorter and they extended it. And I think that the okay, Mando so stuff what, is why it got extended. Okay, so that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said earlier it could have been a special or something. But since they added stuff, no, I, I think they No, I don't think it needs it to be more. a special. I mean, I, I think... I'm just saying that they decide how long it's going to take them to tell this part of the story of Boba Fett, extend it, and put that in there. It connects it together, I thought, very well. And you can't nitpick about Mando when there are characters in there that you were excited to see that you wouldn't have seen if they didn't. I have didn't. a response to all this. But but you know what I'm trying to say, yes. though? I, I think I, I get what you're saying, but I, I think it they did it well. And like you said, if it would have been shorter, it's not really doing anything to Book of Boba Fett. They were just immersing it together so that when they're continuing the story in Mando or Ahsoka or whatever, it all interrelates. And I think that's fun to see characters back from... No, and and I'm fine with that. The reason I'm critiquing it is because I can't get it the way I would want this. This should have been done like comic books do. Not graphic novels where they combine everything, but like a comic book issue. Because graphic novels solve this problem by just taking... Who... But but to... But the, okay, don't let me finish. Let me, yeah. fin- let, me, okay. let me finish now. Yeah, go ahead. Eric, we will let you talk about Sorry, The Gathering Eric. Storm in a minute. This is or, what we... Or, no, that's all good. <laughs> this, or, this is what we do on our daily life, so people are just getting course. on how we interact. <laughs> First, I, I want to point out that Cursetan fighting the Trandoshans in Sanctuary was an awesome part, and him ripping off the arm was great. Um, yup. So, so, anyways... He don't... was like, I'm not going to kill him, but I'm... I'm gonna, I'm gonna rip his arm off. <laughs> they do grow back, apparently. Apparently, oh, well, Trandoshans can grow their arms back. So, <laughs> sure. Um, my thing is this: he's fine. He's fine. He'll walk it off. Um, <laughs> he'll have that arm in a trophy case, saying, "This is where my first arm got uh, ripped off by the champion." <laughs> anyways, so right in front of me is sitting um, Green Lantern Sinestro Corps War. It's a con- it, the, the graphic novels because it's everything put together into a cohesive story. But if I was buying the individual issues, I'd have to buy Green Lanterns one through I mean twenty five through twenty seven special one shot Sinestro issue number five. You know special one shot issue this. Then buy you know the Green Lantern Corps. Like that's the thing. It streamlines all of it into one thing. And that's my problem with this show is because I can't have it that way. It would be really cool to have you watch Book of Boba Fett. There's a two, there's like a two hour special on Mandalorian you got to watch. And then when you come back to Book of Boba Fett, there's a little thing that pops up in the corner that says, wonder what Mando is doing during, during this time. Don't forget, you should have watched it. And it's, the problem is consumers are too stupid to do that. So I have to watch it all as one thing. Stop waving your finger at me. You know I'm right as a comic book fan. No, I'm coming back at you. No, you better not. I'm coming back at you. Here's the reason why. The comic book industry has changed, and you know that. I know. Back in the day, one-shots were really cool. And I've even said, I love one-shots. I think they're fun to just have. I'm just saying, just as a side thing real quick. No, no, but that's what I'm saying back to you, though. That doesn't make sense. Because from a business standpoint, you're selfish 
attitude about it, yes, I get it. I do get that part of it. But it doesn't make sense and it never would happen because that's not the industry of comic books. People buy graphic novels now. They don't buy one-shots. They yeah, don't but the, buy... Yeah, but the graphic novels are combinations of that entire thing. So I understand, and that's what they're you doing. the full... And that's the what they're full doing. story. No, but that's what they're doing in this show. They're making it more of a graphic novel type no, the thing. Entire ser- the entire Mandalorian, Mandalorian Season 2, Book of Boba Fett, all that is going to be now called like the Mando Saga. And that's the complete story no, that no. we're getting to end. It's the same thing as when they do the DC. Do you like the DC? Um, welcome to discussions on how different shows do things. Do you like the DC TV shows? Do you like the DC shows? Yes. Okay, what do they do with those? They do a lot of crossover. (gasps) What? And you like that? That's amazing. Because that's what they do with DC. And everybody loves that. Okay, I'm going to solve this whole situation from the thing I've said from the beginning. If episode 5 and episode 6 just had, after the title card came up, a meanwhile, I would have been fine with that. They don't need to do that. That's dumbing the audience down. You you understand what's going okay, on. Okay, you. I, I want the audience too smart or now they're too dumb. <laughs> There's no in between. Eric, opinion now. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. The way You're the wrong. Moving ends, on. The, the way that the, the show ends, the, you had to have Grogu there. He could not have just appeared and done everything that he did without the explanation of why he was there and why he was doing these things and how he suddenly seemed to be much stronger in his force powers. At the same time, having such a limited series, we knew this was only going to be seven episodes. And they said this is a, like, a limited series. It's not coming back for a season two unless there's some announcement I missed. Like, this is this is it. And I think we're going to get more like Boba Fett and Fennec um, – cameos throughout more star wars things and probably in the next season book of boba fett i I think the and i think these two episodes were fantastic episodes they were probably the best episodes of of boba fett the the two mando episodes and it was cool seeing all this and overall like it fit into boba fett in that it fits into the grander star wars thing if this was its own franchise or like a brand new franchise and they were trying to like shove like four episodes in of the or two episodes in of this i think it would be kind of even more like almost i don't know out of place the right word or what but i do think that um it does a good job of kind of like connecting what we're familiar with in terms of the disney series and what we're familiar with this series that is also pulling from the movies. I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling a lot, but I, I just think from a storytelling perspective, with such a, if it had been like tw- you know ten or twelve episodes, and we had these two, it wouldn't have seemed like such a complete crazy detour that it was. Um, but I still thought it was very good, and I like that we saw it. I do think with some some editing and stuff like that, I would have almost liked to have seen almost like combine the best parts of those two episodes into one. And interspersed with what's going on with Boba Fett. And then when, um, and leave some mystery for us. And then like start off the next season of Mandalorian with what was going on. And do some of those like, oh, well, that makes sense there. That makes sense now. That makes sense there. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I Okay, I, I nitpick these two episodes. But at the same time, these were perfection incarnate. Da- Bryce yes. Dallas Howard deserves, <laughs> deserves a movie. Like yes. a, a Star Wars movie, all her own. Trilogy. She, 
if if, if not that because return of the mandalorian (laughs) is a phenomenal episode phenomenal amazingly done Mm -hmm. um great episode tons of mandalore building going on there I mean, Mandalore is in, like, lore building. We yeah, got yeah, it. We yeah. don't have to explain it. We got it. Well, we've established that we both have smart and dumb people that, that, that exist. So I got to I gotta make sure I'm covering both because apparently put Meanwhile in front of something. I mean, behind something, Ellie just loses it. It's just not needed. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Anyways. Um, no, great episode. Loved it. Mm, fantastic. I, I, I said this before. The first half of this episode is just Mandalore, um, lore, um, Terminator 2 references, because that's apparently a thing in this. I, I, I like saying, seeing, seeing the, the, um, the, 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 the droid Imperials walking through, shooting at nothing stuff. Oh man. Tie bombers. Great stuff. All phenomenal. I would have loved aerial bombardment from a Star Destroyer, but you know, you get what you get. I just want to see it one time. Just please give me it in live action. Just aerial bombardment from a Star Destroyer. It, just, just just once. Anyways, great episode. Loved it. First half is that. Second half is a love letter to everything great about episode one. I mean, I'm not wrong. Naboo Starfighter, pod racing, everything phenomenal about episode. El- Ellie is overly smiling. <laughs> I love this episode. It was fantastic. It Great was episode. a fantastic episode. It was so good. <laughs> yes. It, it was so good. I, I loved all the stuff in it. It's great. Also, they are doing a Lego set of the um, of the new, of, of, of his N1 Starfighter. So, nice. So, yes. Very, very excited for that. We'll be in our house. I, I've already kind of made up the fact. <laughs> I, I want it, but I don't think you're going to allow me to get it because you're going to want it. You can have your Thor hammer. Uh, all right. Deal. Okay. All right. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I got nothing else to say on this side from this. It is a phenomenal episode that builds a lot of stuff and very interested to see where the story takes us after, after it's sidetracked to have to resolve stuff from the Book of Boba Fett and the next episode, which is a great one as well. So can I just say, I want a piece of artwork of the view of the armor where she's sitting there with her back, and you can see the endless space. Uh, that was such a cool just shot. Oh, sorry, you, you reminded me. I really like that Star Wars decided to do the Halo episode. I mean, the Halo <laughs> episode before Halo was able to do the Halo episode. Okay. Um, just that whole... I don't... I, God, I just loved it. I love that whole story. I think that character is so cool. Um, I love that she's female like i and she's just so imposing and i i loved when they turned the um the plugged in the armory again and you see the fire shooting like that just whole all of it was just amazing to me um i like the whole lore behind like they destroyed the beskar steel spear because they're like this is something that's dangerous for us to have exist yes um, and I mean, I'm pretty sure it made everybody... something to protect yes. out of it. And I thought it was funny because it's like they're being all secretive. Everyone knew it was chainmail. Like it, that was just kind of like silly to be so secretive about that. Could have been but... a helmet, huh? Could have been a helmet. A little helmet for a little Grogu. Helmet. Okay, I, I, I would like a little helmet too. Okay, <laughs> but um, 
I did really like that. And just the pure, just, just pain that Mando felt when she asked that question, have you taken your helmet off? And I was sitting there on the couch watching it going, oh God, he did take the helmet off. He's got to take, he doesn't want to tell her. Oh my God. I was sitting there like, oh, I feel so bad because you could just, he didn't even answer her, you know? It, but, mm-hmm. but my biggest thing is, did they, did they somehow resolve the, um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting her name. Bo-Katan. There we go. The Bo-Katan storyline without ever bringing Katie Sackhoff back. (laughs) Because they kind of were like, yeah, we don't really like her. She's crazy. (laughs) As as a religious heretic sits there and goes, yeah, she's kind of (laughs) crazy. Um, so yeah, I like, like I said, I like that scene and, and he was like, please tell, like, what can I do? I, I just, I just thought that whole, like, you really got the point that this was, you know, just, so I loved it. It was just, it was fantastic. And then just the, just fun, how this episode switches from mindset of such a deep, heavy, emotional to, oh, let's go make a ship together, and it's fun. Like, it was just neat. Not just a ship. Yes. Uh, a Naboo Starfighter, which, like I said, do I have any affinity <laughs> for them? No, but it was one of those things that it actually was like, oh, man, that's kind of cool. I know. So I, I love this episode. Just it had a little bit for everyone, so it was fantastic. Also proving that episode two of Star Wars is the worst episode because you'll never get a nostalgic flashback for that. <laughs> Eric, any thoughts on Return uh... of the Mandalorian? Um, I, I loved it. It was fantastic. Um, it was such a, it was, it was one of those where like, I didn't get to watch it until after work that day. And I amazingly, um, didn't get anything spoiled. The only thing that I kept seeing was everyone going, this episode is fantastic. Watch it as soon as you possibly can. And like, I'm not over-exaggerating when I say this is, like, one of the best things I've ever seen in Star Wars. And I'm like, okay, it can't be that good. And then I got done with the episode. I'm like, okay, it was actually better than I was expecting it to be. <laughs> uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was better than anything that was being hyped up, which is one of those rare things. Because everything gets hyped up these days. And I feel like a lot of things don't live up to the hype. So to see all of that really come to fruition, I, just, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Awesome. Uh, moving on now to Chapter 6. From the desert comes a stranger. This is the one where you cried. This is the one where I did cry. <laughs> I, 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 his, I, bro, his bromance. And, and woman man. I'm the, sorry. The, um, the what's her name? The one that's in charge of the sanctuary. Like, my, my, my two, like, yes. dream boats in, in this series died back to back. Well, died back to back. One, one of them is definitely dead. Thing and then, and then the other one's in a bathtub tank by the end of the series. Uh, no, th- this episode starts out with Kyle Vam, <laughs> Marshal of uh, Freetown, formerly yes. Mos Pogo, uh, confronting Pikes and telling them no more spice and kicks over the spice thing that could have saved his town and everything with all the money they could have made, but showing that he is he is the law. That's right. And then, of course, we jump to Din flying around to go see Grogu. And then we get Ahsoka, R2-D2, Luke, and all the flashbacks and nostalgia bears I mean, you can possibly eat. this is the most fan-pandering, fan-pander episode. That's ever fan-pandered. Yes. <laughs> and it's great for it. Yeah, no, I mean, I loved it, but I'm just saying. Then I have, like, fan-pander bingo in... <laughs> 
we definitely can call bingo. I I mean I mean and and the here here's here's the thing. Not not only do you have all this, but you're exhausted from all the nostalgia from from this, and then you get Cad Bane showing up, and you're like, I can't take anymore. I was screaming at the TV, going, "Just look up! I want to see the red eyes." <laughs> so, Eric, um, I, I mean, like I said, we are briefing over this because it's 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 one of those things. It's hard to go over. There's it's, so it's, much it's, in it's, this. It's got episode. the training. Yeah, it's got Luke doing the like having Grogu on his back. It's got training stuff. It's got yeah. Ahsoka there for all the reasons of just to remind you Ahsoka exists, and she's gorgeous. Yes, gorgeous. Yeah, and mm. all, all great, and then Din just kind of being there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just, just kind of there. Yes. Same point. Hmm? <laughs> same point. Yes. Yeah. Same yeah. point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, like you said, it's a great episode. I want to talk more about it. But it's like there's just there's just a lot going on. It's all good stuff. So yeah. it's kind of hard to talk yeah. about like the Luke stuff because it's like it, it's it's cool. It's everything we want to see. But at the same time, I want to point out I don't think Luke's a good teacher. No. I don't think he is. And I. And I think this is helping to establish that Luke is a flawed character because I know yes. how the EU really made him seem like a god, basically. And I think the say what you will about like the sequel trilogies or showing Luke is not being a good teacher or whatever. I think this is helping show that. I mean, look, I mean, he was the last Jedi basically for a while. Or I mean, I guess now we're establishing there are other Jedi <laughs> scattered about. But you know, he's he, he was he was the last one kind of being taught directly by. I mean, he, he got the teachings passed on from Obi Wan and and Yoda, uh, and, and he's learning himself as he is trying to teach. That's the thing too. Like he, it's not like he's been practicing and studying this for decades and decades. Like he's very new to it himself. And I think this is really helping to show that he's trying to do the right. Thing, but at the same time, he himself is new and learning and flawed. And I think the sequel trilogy, again, say what you will about it. We know it is filled and we've established on this very episode. It is filled with lots of flaws, but it, it does a good job of showing Luke that are showing that Luke is, doesn't have all the answers. And he's not this force wielding God that the EU made him to be. I, I And I 100 percent agree with that. Yeah. I like a flawed Luke. That's why yeah. I think Last Jedi is amazing. Even though people are like, oh, it's awful, they ruined Luke. It's like, no. Luke being a flawed character is a good idea. It's he didn't learn from the Jedi's of the past that that that, you know, attachment, stuff like that, that these things are something that could make somebody stronger, but they are throwing them aside because of the temptation of the dark side that exists within them, and that it's just it's it's too tempting to even have them. And it's like that's why that's why I feel that the Jedi and, and stuff like that should be more of because because the Jedi see the world in black and white and there is gray. Yeah. And that's why I like Jedi characters that exist in gray areas. I I one hundred percent say Ahsoka is a gray area for a Jedi. Because she isn't technically a Jedi, but she is a force user. Right, and, and that's why I like characters like that 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 exist in this middle area between the two because I think that that's where they they're gonna thrive because the Jedi are too strict and the and of course the other side of it's too chaotic. So I yeah. I, I, I know I know the EU kind of and they actually hinted at it like I I like how the EU there are other people who have connections to the Force who are not strictly 
Jedi mm. or Sith. Like it makes it seem like I feel like for a while it would seem established that there were these it, you had to be one or the other. And I yeah, you're right. I like how it shows like she's in this kind of middle gray area. But then they also mentioned the uh in the rank back go back to when it gets to the rancor, the the witches of whatchamacallit. Uh yeah. Which like they were that makes that brings them into the 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 actual like canon mm-hmm. but also is like i love because they i remember reading i was reading about them how like they they basically control the force but they're not jedi or sith unless that gets way into it but i think this is this is helping establish you're right more of this like it's not the force isn't just for jedi and sith to wield it's in everything and people have different connections to it uh i actually a fun thing and this is this, this does exist and i'm not trying to hammer home something in the um, second Thrawn book from the new series, um, oh, I cannot remember the name of it off the top of my head. Uh, the, the the second one where it's got it's got stuff that it's like a flashback to during the Clone Wars and a flashback to him presently. It's kind of like an alternating story that's telling like it's telling one story but it's shown through two different time frames. It's pointed out that um, that the Chiss have navigators called skywalkers ha 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 but they are force sensitive kids but they use the force and and it's and it's only for a temporary amount of time because they can't hone it because they aren't trained that's how they get through because since they're in an unknown area and they don't have designated light speed lanes and travel areas i mean hyperspace lanes they use the force to guide ships through the unknown regions because they don't have that and it's funny because not a spo- kind of a spoiler. Vader at one point has to use that same trick to guide a star destroyer through the unknown re- part of the unknown region in the book. It, it, like Thrawn basically goes, "Yeah, you can do this," because um, I basically have put together that that's what these kids were. And it's like I said, it's cool because I always imagined the Force as something more universal. And if you just don't get tapped or tracked down by the Jedi, it's not like you're unconnected to the Force forever. Um, another thing, like I said, once again, why Last Jedi is amazing, that kid at the end where he has the broom come to him, that mm. little touch is something showing the Force exists outside of a small group of people that we are being forced down our throats to enjoy. Yeah. So... Anyways, going back to this episode, fantastic episode, great stuff. Um, Cad Bane at the end. Oh, super excited for that. Then super sad because Kyle Vamp got shot and that deputy of his, he he got killed. He's an idiot. I'm looking at (laughs) him going, he said to go inside, you dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's like you got, you got introduced and given, uh, given uh, characterization so you can get killed. That's oh, why you're here, buddy. Yeah, exactly. And oh. then take out another character we really like. Well, maybe. You're a jerk. Question, questioning, possibly. Right. Also, possibly. Uh, you can you can get the Call of Damn pop figure. It's it's him with the Boba Fett armor. And I'm like, ooh, I should buy that. And I was like, nope, I will wait. <laughs> and now okay. I'm never going to find it. Oh, well. Um. No, I, 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 I the, the bombing of Sanctuary was, um, like, because that's an establishment that, of course, is, is, um, is going towards Boba Fett, that, that Boba Fett's, that, that it supports Boba Fett, so that was, that was showing that. Call Vamp getting gunned down by Cad Bane. I mean, we knew this was going to happen. Live action Cad Bane. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Eric. I thought he looked 
awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought I was, he looked really awesome. I was about to say, Eric, as somebody who has very little establishment with that side of Star Wars, yeah. seeing the character that ever, like a lot of people know through and through oh, yeah. appear, and you have that impression of it, I was, that's a good sign. I was very excited yeah. to see him. It, yeah. it was super cool, and I was just like, who is this menacing figure walking through the <laughs> desert? And when he looked up and looked like it just, with the glow, with the blue skin and the glowing eyes and the teeth, I was like, yo, yo. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I was, and I was, and immediately I was like, I know this character has to have been in something. And I'm like, I'm sure if I had seen this character in probably Clone Wars, I would have been like freaking out. And then I looked it up and I saw him from the Clone Wars. And even though I haven't watched that, I have seen shots of that before. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I have seen pictures of this character before. And actually, like, he, he, he fits well with the style that characters are in in Clone Wars. But in live action, just seeing him with the, those kind of proportions and that being, like, really my first, like, true, like, whoa of him. Like, I was just like, that. that is just a cool-looking character. I don't care how bad you are. Like, I, I want to see you do bad things. <laughs> I, my only nitpick. My only nitpick. Slightly darker blue on the skin. Oh my god! Like I said, everything else was perfect. I'm like, it's it's, it's, it's a little too light. Get out of here! A little too light. You are the nerds I cannot stand. Everything else was perfect. Yoda's a a little bit greener than he was in the show, uh, than in the movies in in Clone Wars. So I mean, hey, it's because it's because it's stylized. All right, all right, all right. Fine, fine. I'm only (laughs) saying that because there is another blue-skinned, red-eyed individual Uh... coming, and I want that one perfect. What's on perfect? Like super duper dark. Maybe he'll be like navy blue, and his eyes will be like blood red. <laughs> <sighs> well, all I Make have to green, say, just to piss you off, <laughs> just to piss me off. It wouldn't be just. It wouldn't just be you. It would be everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I um I did know who he was because I have seen a lot of the Clone Wars, and I mean just just seeing the silhouette, like I knew him oh, immediately, yeah, and know. it was just so exciting. And that's why I was saying earlier when I was like, "Oh my god, just lift your head up! I want to see those red eyes." So. And the teeth were just amazing, too. So, yes, I was extremely excited when his character came on. Um, So, I I haven't been talking about this, but I should, because a lot of these episodes are fantastically titled. Because From the Desert Comes a Stranger, could that be referring to Din Djarin going to visit Grogu? That could be a thought. Um, could that be a reference to Call Vamp with the beginning of the Freetown stuff and the Spice Runners? Possibly. But it's definitely a reference by the end of it to Cad Bane showing up. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's such a good... Oh, man. It's it's great. And like I said, I, I, as I know by the end of the episode, I mean by the end of the series, Call Vamp is floating around in a bathtub tank. So maybe he'll be back. Um, probably will be back. But I, 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 like I said, I love this. Moving on. Oh, also, we got the choice between Grogu given the option of chainmail or the the Yoda's lightsaber, which is a reconstructed Yoda's lightsaber because according to the comics, his original lightsaber was destroyed on Coruscant uh, as a show of force by the Empire after the Jedi fell. So there's your fun fact for the day on that one. Um, Also, I, I do like that I've seen some people point this out that why... Another flaw from Luke is why are is Luke dealing in absolutes? You choose one or the other. What do Sith deal in? Absolutes. This is why the Jedi failed. Anyways, moving on. Um, chapter seven in the name of honor. Oh my gosh, got so much stuff in this episode. 
Um, I, I, I liked it. Were there some weird fight choreography things every now and then? I think Robert Rodriguez is losing his touch at times. Overall, though, phenomenal <laughs> episode. Um, great stuff. I, 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 have, I have nothing, but it, it, it was a nice way to end it all. It was great. I loved having Din and Fett fighting alongside each other. I like seeing everyone sort of come together to, to fight, too, and everything. I love the, the standoff between Fett and, um, and Cad Bane. That was phenomenally done like even even having the cicadas in the background slightly and and yeah. referencing space cicadas space cicadas <laughs> um and even referencing a not a only storyboarded and scripted episode of the clone wars that never made it to air which i'm like well that confirms that that was canon is that mm. originally cad bane trained boba fett and worked with him and that's why there's the dent in the helmet from their first duel Boba Fett got a dent in the helmet. Cad Bane got a plate in his head as a result of that. And now in their second duel, Cad Bane's dead? Question mark. No, he's not dead. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> uh, and he's then, as dead as uh, as Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, he yeah he he's as dead as Timothy Oliphant right now. So I and the character I, you play. <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought that 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 was going to be him in the bath to tank for a second there. There was going to be Cad Bane, and that like for some reason he was going to like I said I thought it was a great episode. And Cad Bane like has like three scenes and steals this. And we're not yes. even talking about the King Kong end of the episode. Ellie, thoughts on the final episode? Anything you got, or just enjoyed the ride? I did, yeah, definitely just enjoyed the ride. It was amazing, and I, I just I'm excited for whatever new stuff we get in any of the new series. Now, Eric, I'm going to ask you if you're excited for the ride, but I want to ask you something. When everyone okay. was showing up to support it, to support them outside of um outside of the sanctuary, did you really want to see where it just showed? It's just like oh, the Gamorrean guards, they're gonna come back too, and it just showed an empty empty street with no one coming down it because they're definitely dead. Oh, yeah, God. absolutely. <laughs> hey, here come the guards. I mean, it was I uh, come on, there there's there's too many people with, with plot armor that we knew were gonna be fine, but still <laughs> it's like when I saw the Gamorrean guards, I'm like, no, why them? Kill the mod. Kill a few of the mods. Oh, I like the mods. To, <laughs> kind of going back to the, you know, kind of giving some humanity or whatever to the Rancor. I thought they did that for the Gamorrean guards, too, because oh, you saw yeah. them as these, these pig humans throughout the throughout Jedi in the little places they were in. They could get hosed down. Kind of made, exactly. And this made them seem more like, hey, these are like, you know, they, they came to Boba Fett's aid and they helped him out and they were, they were his 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 underlings but also like he you know the way he treated his quote-unquote underlings is equal you know equals family etc they were that i mean he got mm -hmm. it, so it was a little sad to see them go it wasn't like jedi where it's like oh hey here's boba fett's pig guards that are being fed to the rancor and he's having bacon for dinner it's like this is like actually like oh wow that's that's kind of sad they're not they're not here anymore uh, and of course i forgot fennec driving off to go just murder a group of people just for the, the fun of it because she's like oh yep Cat, 
Cad Bane, deadliest person in the galaxy. Huh, dead. Better make sure my name gets up there real quick. Stab, stab, stab. That, that, that was awesome. That was a really cool scene. I really <sighs> like that. I mean, that was such a violent... I mean, the violence in Star Wars is very much like laser swords and pew, 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 laser guns. And this was, oh, <laughs> here's an assassin hanging people and slitting their throats. And it was like, oh my God. I want more. Um, no, like I said, this is a great episode. Has him, has um, Grogu showing back up? R two flying. I for a moment there, I'm like, is Luke gonna come in for the clutch save again? And then I was no, like, oh, I thought, okay. I, I was like, they're not gonna do that. I, I I was actually actively like, please don't have Luke come save the day. Please don't have Luke come save the day. So I'm I'm glad they that he didn't. I like I said, great, great, great finale. I loved it. Um. Yes, there. I I'm. I know I'm not talking about it that much, but the but the Rancor stuff's cool. It, it it is, but like like I said, it's 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 a earned achievement for Boba Fett, but it's earned off screen. Like I said, if they had a scene or two of him attempting to ride it, and just like not getting that synergy or something, and more Danny Trejo telling him how to do it, oh, it would have paid off more to show him like finally like, like like that was when he could finally ride it he finally was able to overcome or do whatever but on a side note him having that gaffy stick and having that be the weapon that he was able to overcome cad bane with i thought was just as well a great well payoff to that character and you wouldn't have gotten that if they didn't do the, the flash yeah, yeah. The no no like, like i said because i even said I'm like huh why does he have his gaffy stick with him that's random and then it came in later and i'm like <laughs> ah so like I said, overall, good series. Ending, had, had enough action stuff, made up for it. And I thought it was okay. Those Scorper, whatever, droids, uh, whatever. They they, 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 they they existed. They they were cool because I guess we couldn't have any more random people dying because it's a Disney show. I don't know. Uh, Eric, any final thoughts on this? Oh, and oh, by, by the way, Timothy Oliphant in the um, Bath the Tank. Yay. <laughs> yeah, he'll be back. <laughs> unless someone is obliterated it's like it's like in marvel movies unless they're like absolutely 100 percent, you see the body you see the life leave them there there's a chance for them and of course i mean they always bring in i'm getting off topic topic but anyway you know he's he'll, he'll be back he'll be back probably mando season three mm-hmm. in cyber in cybernetic form Ooh boy Ooh. can't wait he's to gonna see. be back and he's gonna be a jar a head in a jar like futurama perfect perfect um Ellie, any final thoughts on this series or final episode? Like I said, overall, I mean, we've spoken for a while about it, and pretty positively, for the most part. A few arguments <laughs> later, but still, like I said. No, I mean, I'm just excited for just the next series. Um, Obi-Wan. And, um... Go, go ahead and say, say say the one you keep wondering where it is. I always forget the name, so maybe that's why. I Oh my gosh, I forgot it too. So and they're just talking about it too. That's the so they're part. always everyone's always talking about Obi Wan season three of Mando, Ahsoka, Ahsoka. But the the one that I was like really excited about, I just haven't seen anything in a while. So I'm like, I don't know, is it still coming? Like, and Justin's looking it up because I can never remember. This. I, we were just talking I about know. it too, and I completely uh, Cassian Endor X wing pilots. Cassian and Endor. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I'm you know just, what? I'm going to look up what's going on. With I right know. Now. I just want to know. But yeah. So no wonderful show. I was just thoroughly pleased and can't wait for whatever comes next. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. I like how. And so one of the big complaints I kept hearing, they're like, 
I don't understand Boba Fett's motivation. He's this bloodthirsty bounty he made hunter, it mercenary sorry. assassin. Yes, and it's I'm like it's blatantly obvious right from the first scene when he <laughs> leaves the Sarlacc pit. Hello. That's sort of his baptism by fire. That's the whole like it, like I, it, it's so blatant. I watched um it was a couple of like pretty prominent YouTubers like they kind of had like a post series debate about it and they were and like I they brought that up but then I was like well, clearly they're going to cover it at some point and they just never did. And I'm like people are treating it like this was out of nowhere like they explained they explained that boba fett is a changed man it's yeah yeah so like i i love i love that they do that and they actually gave him some humanity and he's not just a one-dimensional mysterious character under a a cool looking battle damage helmet like they they gave boba fett like some soul yeah and i and i and they showed that he's he changes he's not he, he can change and he had he had an event change him as a child, and he can have an event change him as an adult. And just like all of us, I think we're all constantly changing. Mm. I I mean, and he even spells it completely out in the final episode, clear as day. Like he's protect, like he doesn't want to go to his his palace and defend. He's defending there because these are his people. And what yeah. happens in the end? He's walking down the street. Everyone's nodding to him. No one's like running in fear or like paying tribute to him because they have to they're paying tribute because he protected their town no and you look at the go ahead and you look at the old boba fett costume it was the flight suit with the armor on top but now it's the the his robe that he got from the sand people Mm. with the armor on top and it shows that while on the outside he's boba fett on the inside he has changed yes also um if you want symbolism, him being stripped of his armor, left in a white clothing, being dragged through the desert, very symbolistic of, you know, this is a blank canvas to be, to be, yep. um, yeah, it's, it, they, it's, it's one of those things I, I, I really like that they did a lot of the stuff, but I, I, I just was like, this character, I went into this series with no expectations, I left this series with no expectations, and it's not something bad with that, it's just, I went in and now I enjoyed the a character of Boba Fett from this series. They gave this character something. Everything before he goes into that Sarlacc pit, do whatever you want with. Everything after, that's him now. Um, as for Cassian Endor, it is still scheduled to come out this year. My guess is it's going to be kind of a mid-fall. Like, it's going to come out after Kenobi. Or maybe Kenobi and Endor connected somehow. Disney has been very, um, I feel like they, they'll give you kind of like the next few shows, but anything that's kind of beyond that, they kind of hold a little bit closer to their chest until you get through a few shows. So I think once we get past Kenobi, we'll probably find out more about it. That's my guess. I mean, according to IMDb, it's in post-production and has 12 episodes. How many of those are going to be devoted to the Mandalorian? (laughs) Even though this takes place <laughs> prior to those no, it's events, a, it's actually going to be a. Um, it's going to be. It's going to pass the cycle on where it's actually going to be about Boba Fett. There's going to be like three episodes in there about Boba Fett. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, and even though it's a prequel, it's going to be set after the events of the Book of Boba Fett. I I, I made a joke on the Knights of Vader record um, when we were discussing this about like what what to expect from the Obi One thing. I'm like, oh, you you know it's going to be all told from. Grogu finding a holocron and it's going to be all shown like the holocron is going to activate and it's going to be an Obi-Wan and it's going to zoom in and go into color on that. And it's just going to be him watching the holocron the whole time. And they're like, uh, and I'm like, Hey, at this point, would you, would you be surprised? So I don't know. I, I'm, I joke, but like I said, I'm excited for what's coming next. Like I said, we got Obi-Wan. 
which I'm only lukewarm about. Uh, when does that come out? So, uh, May. 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 Okay. End of May. Um, and I'm only lukewarm about that because, because they have the, oh, well, Vader and him are going to face off again. I'm like, why? Why? I don't like them continuing this. Like, I thought him defeating him on Mustafar and then him meeting him again on the Death Star was a great, you know. Yeah. And, and now it's like, okay, what are you doing there? Because you could pull this off, but you're going to have to do a lot of, um, I was about to say Hulu hoop jumping, but uh, jumping through hoops to pull that off. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, any, Unless any they're going to do one of those for, force meditative things like with Ray and, and Kylo Ren where they're, they're meeting through the force, but not physically. That's, that, that's the only thing I can think of. I, I'd, I'd accept that. I'd be fine with that. Ellie, any final things before we sign off today? Nope, I'm good. Uh, Eric, anything you playing this week? Um, I'll probably play some more Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, they just uh, moments before we record announced the true Gen Nine ones and an update for uh, for Legends. So, uh, so yes, this the end of this year is Pokemon Violet and Scarlet coming out, and then the Sun Sunrise update, which has some new quests for Legends. So I'll be playing that. All right, Ellie, playing anything interesting or watching any interest, anything interesting this week? Um, I guess I'm going to be reading a graphic novel. Oh, finally, cool. Yes. All right. Um, well, I started a graphic novel too. <laughs> is it the same one? I don't know. Well, what are you reading, Eric? I'm reading Mouse. Oh, oh okay. good yep. choice. Um, Ellie's reading Thrawn, so definitely <laughs> two very different things there. Very different things. <laughs> two very different things. Um, yes. <laughs> as for me, I'm going to be playing Destiny 2 because they have the new Wrath of the Witch Queen or whatever come, has come out. And I completely forgot that existed, and then I got the update, and I was like, oh, right, I did pre-purchase that a long time ago. Whoops. So I guess I'll be playing some of that, maybe touching back on God of War, and finally, need to play some more of Chrono Trigger because I have diverged away from that and need to return to it. So, But I still got um, several months left, so I'm good on that still. Enjoying it, just got stuck at a point and was too lazy to pick it back up for a little bit. On that <laughs> yeah. note, uh, Eric, where can people find more from you? You can find me at Eric Berg and at Backlog Berg. All right, you can find Zingness wherever you find great podcasts. You can find Ellie on Zing Wars and also Zingness every week with more nerdy topics. the show.